to the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. And happy Friday, everybody, if you're in fact listening to this podcast on a Friday. But if it's not Friday for you, just make it Friday. Just say, it is Friday, Paul. And I'm excited about today uh, for various reasons. Number one, it's Friday. (laughs) But number two is because I'm giving away the Amazon gift card today. And uh, I want to thank so many of you uh, that went uh, to iTunes and uh, left uh, your comments, left your stars, uh, it really, really blessed me. Uh, you guys just did a tremendous job, and it just uh, was uplifting to hear your comments. Uh, it encouraged me, and really did. So, um, uh, and I want to encourage you, by the way, if you're brand new to the podcast, uh, thank you for coming in. Thanks for listening. Give it a shot. Uh, if you enjoy this and you say, wow, this is not, not terrible, uh, then please go to iTunes and uh, leave uh, some stars and a review. That will help it get found in iTunes and in search and all that kind of good stuff. And uh, if you're a regular uh, of listening to the Youth Ministry Motion podcast, then please go over there and take a moment uh, and just leave some stars and a review, please. Uh, it will encourage my heart and uh, make me feel better about myself, right? Because in youth ministry, you can never, <laughs> you can never not feel good about yourself, right? Enough. You you have to you have to build yourself up, and it helps when uh, brothers and sisters in Christ help you along with that. And for me, it's the way you do that for me is stars and reviews. So, all right, so let's get into it today, uh, talking about the reviews here. So I'm going to read the reviews, and uh, if, I re- if I'm i going to read the, the reviews, I believe there's a four uh, that I'm going to be having here uh, read. And, um, and so if I'm reading yours, um, well, how about this? I mean, I don't want to, I, I mean... I don't want to, you know, string you along here, but maybe I do. So maybe I'll just process of elimination here. I will go ahead and read the reviews, and the last review I read will be actually the winner. So I don't want to. Everybody's going to be disappointed, I know, but you know we can't all be winners, right? We're not all. We're nobody. Everybody doesn't get a trophy here, guys. I'm sorry, but moving on. So let me read this from Shram seventy seven. I believe that's Josh Shram. Uh, one of my uh, recent listeners here says, I recently, I says, I just recently uh, found these podcasts and I'm so thankful. Each episode is packed with incredible resources and ideas. It's fun and easy to listen to. I've also really enjoyed Paul's YouTube channel and website. So uh, thank you, Josh. I appreciate the kind words, buddy. I'm sorry that you did not win the Amazon $25 gift card, but I I love you, man. I thank you for uh, leaving that comment there and giving me some five stars. Next is... Youth pastors need growth too. And this is a five-star from Walraven for Christ. And it says, uh, he says here, sometimes you get burned out and you need some encouragement. And sometimes you need to grow. Uh, You need growth in running a youth ministry. Or sometimes you just need to hear truth from scripture. This podcast is all things, all of these things. As, As a youth pastor myself, I've enjoyed listening to these podcasts in watching the YouTube videos to grow, be encouraged, and learn new ideas for youth ministries. We all need help, and Paul does a great job at reaching out to youth pastors. Give it a listen. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that, buddy. Uh, Appreciate the stars and the comments. Now, moving on to number three here. 
Number three here is says uh, it's from YP Mark B, uh, one of my good buddies there serving uh, in Michigan, uh, I still believe. And it says, why did I start listening so late? It's five stars. It says, I have known Paul for several years and I've enjoyed everything he has produced. He is the real deal. And this podcast follows suit. You will love his humor, his wisdom, and his love for youth ministry. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Thank you so much, buddy. I appreciate those comments as well. Uh, that was five stars. And then finally, our winner. Uh, by the way, my wife drew this, so you can maybe blame her if you didn't get chosen. But uh, my wife, I put all the names in a hat, and she chose it out. So here we go. Uh, this review, it's short, it's sweet, but it's uh, five stars, and it's from Brendan Shelton. And as the, it says, as it says, only a few episodes in, but good stuff. As the title says, I've only listened to three episodes, but so far I'm loving it. Great youth ministry encouragement and practical tips at an easy to digest length. So, Brendan, you are the winner, my friend, of the $25 Amazon gift card. I'm going to get it out to you probably via the email. So if you will um, uh, email me at thedproject@me.com. Uh, that way I will have your email and then I can get the Amazon gift card to you uh, and do it via the internet. So thank you guys so much. I'm going to do another contest uh, soon uh, for some various things and give away some more stuff because I know youth pastors need free stuff. I understand. I get it. I get it. So thank you guys once again for, uh, for doing that and uh, we shall move on. We shall move on now. So I want to get into, this is the 10th excuse here. The 10th of the 10 excuses, if you're keeping track here, guys, this is the 10th one. And the 10th excuse is this, is I'll pray about it. I'll pray about it. And why is that? Because sadly, you know, saying that, you know, we pray about things is, is, can be an excuse. I'm not saying it's always an excuse. And I'm not diminishing, by the way, at all the fact uh, of the necessity of prayer. It is an absolute necessity. Uh, but sadly... It also can be a stall tactic, right? In other words, we don't want to do something. So we're going to pray about it. We're going to pray about it. We're going to pray about it. We're going to put fleeces out. Uh, we're going to, you know, do all these things. And yet we're not acting on the things we already know. It's not like it's some of us guys, it's not a mystery. It's, 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 these are the things we ought to do. I'm not saying we don't pray about it. I'm saying we have, we can confirm it. We can do all these things but we can't stall. We can't use spiritual things or spiritual uh, um, you know, phraseology uh, to stall what we know we ought to do. Now, we know these because there's other spiritual excuses people say, right? People say, and we've heard it. We've heard church people say it. We've heard it say, well, I don't feel led to, right? Well, I've got to pray about it because I don't feel led to. Well, you know, Sorry, you don't feel led to, right? I don't know what that means. I, and I'm not saying there's not... Listen, stop. I, some of you already have pens in your hand and you're typing on your keyboards. Do not write me terrible things. I understand. I get it, right? But I'm saying that we can use these as excuses. Like, I don't feel led to do something or I don't feel it's God's will to or the Spirit hasn't told me to, right? And most of these are excuses uh, are, are used as a way to avoid hard things or, com or things like commitment 
right? Uh, like the discussions we should have with people we don't like. Okay, that's a, I'm just sharing that because that's a big one of mine. Uh, when I know that I ought to do things, I should just go do them instead of saying, you know, uh, it's, well, I'm just going to pray about it, right? But here's the deal. 99, this is a quote here from George Washington Carver, by the way. 99% of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses. I'm going to read that again. 99% of the failures come from people who have the habit of making excuses. And so listen, guys, when we're making excuses about whether or not we should do something or not, it's the fact is that we're making all these excuses. We know whether we should you know, in our hearts, we know whether we should get rid of a volunteer. We know whether or not we should accent a program. Uh, we know in our hearts we should do some things, and we don't do them uh, because we're we're making excuses as to why we should or shouldn't, or, or we're praying about it. And timing is everything. It's not a matter. Right? I get it. It's not a matter of of you know, if we should do it, it's a, it's a matter of maybe timing and those things we do pray about that. But a lot of the failures we incur in ministry is because we're making excuses about it. And one of those is, uh, I'm just going to pray about that. Well, the remember, in, you know, we have segmented, right? We say, well, I'm going to pray about that. What does that mean? Well, does that mean you're going to go in your closet for two days? Does that mean you're going to do a six-month fast? Uh, you know, what does that mean? And yet I find in Scripture, you know, the Apostle Paul tells us in two occasions, he says, first of all, pray without ceasing, right? Tells the Thessalonians, pray without ceasing, that basically we're we're always moving in prayer. We're always praying about something. We're, we're in prayer. If prayer is a conversation with God and we're both speaking and listening, then that is an ongoing conversation that never ends, right? If prayer is a segmented time and we say, well, I'm going to pray for an hour or 30 minutes or whatever that may be, then that's a different story. That's, that's, that's the stall tactic, possibly, part of that, because we're trying to put off the hard decision. We're trying to put those things off. And Apostle Paul says also that we should walk in the Spirit, right, so that we don't fulfill the lust of the flesh. But if we're walking in the Spirit, we're able to make decisions in real time. I mean, this is what the apostles did in the book of Acts, right? When they're in the spirit, it's not like, well, hey, I got to pray about whether I'm going to heal this guy or not. It's just, look, we're in the moment. We're in the thing. We're going to do this. We're going we're gonna to pray, and this guy's going to get healed. He's going to get up, and he's going to go, you know, uh, that when you're moving in the spirit and walking in the spirit, then making decisions becomes a whole lot easier, uh, you know, to say that needs to be done versus I'm going to go pray about it, and then we start second-guessing, self-doubt, all these things start to come in. Um, but once again, praying about it is not about whether we should do it or not. It's about timing, maybe. It's about those kinds of things, right? So God has called you and I to bold things as youth pastors, right? We lead a, a, a great generation. We lead a group of young people who have far more potential than the world gives them credit for. I believe that teenagers are the world's greatest natural resource because they uh, they can do amazing things if we'll simply trust them, if we'll simply give them and empower them to do th some things, uh, you know, and our prayer for them and our prayer with them is that we as leaders would take um, uh, bold steps and not, look, if we're making excuses, then we're showing them an example of what it means to make excuses of why we can't do something. 
In fact, listen, we can't do the work of the ministry without prayer. It just doesn't happen. It's, it's, if it's in the flesh, if it's in the thing, then it's just not going to work out very well for us at all. Uh, but prayer should never act as an excuse not to act on what we already know to do and are just afraid to do it. You know, I've laid a lot of my failures, you know, at God's feet and asked why. Uh, and when I, in reality, should have taken responsibility, action for the excuses I was making that led to the failure, right, that uh, of me not even trying or not trying hard enough to do it. So we've come to that place now where we need to say, how do I kill this excuse? What is the weapon of choice? And the weapon of choice is action. Simply stated, it's action. You basically, you keep going until God says stop, until you, until you reach a moment where it says, nope, not yet, nope, not now. Oh, I'm just going to keep going and keep doing until somehow there's, you know, that moment in the road where the angel stops me and says, no, don't do that, right? And I'm not less saying looking for like supernatural signs that we always need to look for. I, I, I understand that. What I'm saying is I'm looking for the moment where in my heart God says, nope, wait, but that's, you know, I'm just going to keep taking action. I'm going to keep doing these things, you know. But there are plenty of things, by the way, that we, we don't have to pray about. You know, uh, should I develop an outreach strategy for our youth ministry? Yes. Should I discipline uh, students? Yes. Should I disciple students? Yes. Should I create a, a pathway for kids to worship in the weekly meetings? Do I create those opportunities? Yes. Should I engage with teens on social media? Yes. Uh, should I uh, share my faith with teenagers outside of the youth ministry? Yes, right? It's not if, right, if we should do these things, but it's when and how and how often, which will require prayer. But once we know, we need to go ahead and go ahead and do it. It's the same advice we'd give our teenagers. Once you've prayed about it, take action on it. And yet we drag our feet like a, like, a, like a herd of zombies from The Walking Dead. We're just shuffling along uh, to nowhere in particular. Now listen, I understand this all sounds kind of harsh, but I'm speaking to me first, you second. I don't like making excuses, but excuses will kill a ministry. And, and then we chalk it up to, well, God must not want a big, growing, effective, uh, you know, pick your word, whatever it is you want, uh, youth ministry, or he would have done something. Well, my pastor likes to say that God has done everything. He has already done everything that he is going to do. He has already died on the cross. He has already suffered. He has already risen from the dead. He has already poured out his spirit. He's done a lot of things, and really it's a matter of us taking action. We have to stop using God as a scapegoat for our lack of action and do, as this quote that is often attributed to John Wesley says, do all the good you can by all the means you can in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as ever you can. In other words, keep doing good all the time. Keep going until God says stop, right? Keep going until God says stop. Pray about it, then do it. Pray as you go, as you're doing it, and let God direct the ship as you're going up. Uh, on your way, right? So, but that is it for today, guys. I want to say uh, thank you if you've been listening to this series, you've been working through it. 
uh, through all the excuses. If you're on the Fresh Impact newsletter, uh, this comes to you. Uh, all the notes, by the way, are, are there. If you don't have the notes, you can email me at thedprojectatme.com and get them. Better still, sign up for the Fresh Impact newsletter, and I will hit you up there as well. Uh, I'll probably repost it again at some point. But uh, thanks for joining me, guys, for this series. Feel free to let me know uh, what uh, other subjects you would like to talk about. Uh, I have some ideas and thoughts and those kind of things, so I look forward to your feedback uh, so I can uh, help you guys stay motivated and keep your youth ministries moving forward. So that's it for today, guys. Appreciate you guys being here, and I will see you guys next time. Have a great day, everybody.